0: Hey y'all, it's Lynn Howard and you are listening to Road to an Abundant Author Life. I am so sorry about last week. <laughs> we had so many storms roll through. I'm sure if you've been watching the news, you saw Midwest was getting hit with tornadoes and my power kept flickering. Every time I swear I sat down to write, to, to record, my, my power would flicker. So yeah, I just kind of gave up and I just hope you guys forgive me. So we have gotten through Easter, and I believe the next holiday isn't until was Memorial Day and then 4th of July. We're pretty much like through all the fun family get together holidays. And those are all my favorites. I love getting my whole family together. We had almost everybody here yesterday. It was it was a really good time. So this week we are going to talk about the importance of beta readers. What is a beta reader, you ask? A beta reader is one of the first sets of eyeballs that will be on your book before you send it to your first readers, before you send it to your ARC readers, before you send it to your editor, before you send it to anyone. Now, I kinda do things a little backwards. Um, My beta readers tend to get the book at the same time as the editor. However, I've been working with the same beta readers now for many, many, many years. So they know if there's some kind of a screw up, a gaff, a typo, More than likely my editor is going to catch it, but they still do send me notes. A beta reader is someone that is going to go through your book and they're going to help you. Maybe there's a plot hole that you missed during your, hopefully during your self-edits, make sure you're doing self-edits. They are going to let you know if the chemistry is just kind of meh between your main characters, say if you're writing romance or if you're writing a suspense, they're going to let you know, like I figured it out real quick. you know. They're going to catch the things that you don't want your readers to catch. (laughs) You don't want your fans and your full-time readers or even a first-time reader to be the one that figured out that, hey, you changed their name halfway through the book. That's where your beta reader comes in. And it can be difficult sometimes to find a quality beta reader. Because there's a lot of people out there to be like, yeah, I'd love to read your book for you, and I'll give you notes. And they get the book and you don't know whether they read it or not, because they never get back to you. There are ways you can ask for beta readers, and again, hope they get back to you. Some people use a form. It's almost like a contract. Now, I've never heard of any authors actually going through with any uh, consequences other than not sending the reader another book, but You know, it'll fill out, do they have time to read? Uh, How many books do they read a year or a month? How many authors are they beta beta reading for currently? I prefer people that beta read or leave reviews quite often. And I really personally prefer people that are a little bit more brutal. I would rather you be blunt and honest with me from the get-go so that I can catch things rather than get a one-star or two-star review because my storyline was all over the place, or because I left something dangling, or like I said earlier, maybe I forgot and changed a character's name halfway through the book. It happens, trust me, because sometimes, especially, I have a lot of books out there. (laughs) Sometimes I forget what I've named people, and then I look silly because I've changed Bob's name to Joe halfway through the book. Beta readers are your first line of defense. They really are your first. Editors, you know, there's the different types of editors that can help with, you know, typos and grammar and content, but your beta readers, they are the eyeballs that, I don't want to say matter most, that is because the editor is really, that's the top dog of them, but they're right there side by side with the editor, okay? When you are looking for, first of all, make sure that the person you're talking to is a reader in your genre. I got a two-star review one time. The person says, um, "Not my my genre, but people who like this type of book would love it." Well, why did you, <laughs> why did you review it? Why did you read it? Like it's that's not your genre, and why leave a two star if you think other people would love it? It just wasn't your cup of tea. So make sure number one that your beta reader reads that genre. There are some people that read across all genres. I like romance and horror. Um, but I'll read some urban fantasy too, you know, cause to me, it's still in that vein, especially if there's a little nookie nookie in there. Sorry, nookie. <laughs> I don't know why this made me laugh, but it did. I'm still writing some like, uh, uh, what is it? Serotonin from going to the gym. Got a little, a little rush going here. Um, but make sure they're reading in your genre or at least enjoy that genre in particular. Make sure they know exactly what you're asking for. Um, I've had a beta reader that I tried out one time. Yep, liked it. Well, what about this? What about that? What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? Then my favorite ones thought they were going to hurt my feelings because they sent these notes. You know, I missed a dangling participle. participle. I cannot say that word for anything. But that doesn't hurt my feelings Tell me, you want your beta readers to be honest with you. And I've, I think we've discussed it before, if not on here, on my now not active uh, YouTube channel. You gotta have a thick skin to be an author because not every single person on this planet is gonna like your book. But you really truly want your beta readers to be honest with you. So this is a really good time to, to develop that like diamond coated skin because it's not personal. They're not attacking you, they're trying to help you to improve your work, right? You want your work to be top of the line. You don't want it to just be another piece of crap that's out there. I mean, listen, y'all have seen some of the jokes that are out there about, you know, the books. I'm an indie. I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you're an indie. You've seen the jokes about us. We don't want to want to um we don't want to be more fodder. We don't want to 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 give them more more reason to laugh at us or think of us as less of an author. I go through the full gamut. I have my beta readers, my first readers, my ARC readers, and an editor. I have lots and lots of eyes on that book. And listen, some things do still slip through because we're humans. Also, (laughs) my editor and I I notice that every once in a while, there are some errant letters that are somehow inserted from the time I get all my work back and everything's completed to the time I publish it and I figured it out. My cat. So now, every time I walk away from my computer, I push in my little drawer with my keyboard and I close a laptop because you don't want that to happen. Luckily, no one's calling me out on it, and like, "Oh, look at this person is so unprofessional, but it might happen. Something might slip through because we are all human. But you want to make sure, not only that you have beta readers, but that you have quality beta readers. There are forms you can find online um to have them fill out to ask them questions, you know, like I said, how many books do you read a month, you know, what genre, how many authors do you beta read for now? And I'm telling you the more experience the better, but you don't want someone who's beta reading for like 20 or 50 authors. You want them to have time to get to yours. I generally give my beta readers about 2 weeks or I try to. Um because I know they have lives. And if they tell me, you know, I can't this round, totally cool. Got you next time, you know, because technically they're getting a free book from you. It may not be a paperback, but they're getting a free book from you. So the least they can do is shoot you a few notes. I do ask my beta readers to leave reviews uh, when they're finished. And again, doesn't always happen. I understand life does happen. ARC readers, your ARC readers, Advanced Reading Copy readers, they are expected to leave a review. If at any point I send books out to my first readers and my ARC readers, I give it two times. If they have not done a review after two books, they are no longer on the list. And that sounds, maybe it sounds shitty, but I'm giving you a free book. (laughs) You know, you're getting a free book and you volunteered to do this, you know, maybe because you read my work before and you approach me or I put it out there and oh, I love your work. I want to do this. It's not fair to me that I've spent hours upon hours upon weeks upon months to give you a free book and you can't, you know, you can't just do a little paragraph. And now Amazon is allowing ratings like uh, Goodreads does. So there's, there's really no reason anymore to not leave reviews. But your beta readers, I mean, that's kind of going to depend on you, whether you expect them to, but make sure you communicate that with them. Communicate with them exactly what it is you're looking for. When I send it out, it's almost the exact same email every time. You know, watch for chemistry, plot holes, dangling threads, you know, things like that. I have this whole list that I send to them. You can even send out a worksheet each time with a book that they fill out. You know, who was your favorite character? What was your favorite scene? Was there a line that stuck out? So they'll look over that form before they start reading the book. You know, everybody has their own little rhythm. Mine, we're kind of laid back. Again, I've been working with the same people. For quite a few a few years now, but hopefully this wasn't rambling straight from the gym, whipped <laughs> but i was in the, I was on the treadmill thinking about like, have we talked about beta readers on this podcast yet? I don't think we had. I don't even remember what my topic was last week. That's terrible, isn't it? Like I wish you could see me shaking my head at myself right now. I don't even remember what the topic was. I got so flustered. it was yeah it was a whole day of storms and a whole midwest for like two days we got hammered. There's floods everywhere, but so I am sorry about last week, but we are here this week. So I hope you all have a fabulous rest of the week and I'll see you next week. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Road to an Abundant Author Life, feel free to leave a review on whatever outlet you listen from. Click the subscribe button. And if you have any questions, email me at AbundantAuthorLife at Yahoo.com.